Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Talk NYC Real Estate with John and Jonathan. John Gastaska, how are you, sir? Mr. Conlon, I am great. I'm fantastic, ready for this, really excited for this podcast. And how are you doing? I feel refreshed. We're ready to go. Last quarter of the year, fall market. Now, today we're going to talk to the the most recent member of the team, Ashton Palmer, who joined us at the beginning of the year, get his perspective on things and get to know him a little bit more. We always learn. It's always fun because we get to learn a little bit more about the guys when we sit down and talk to them. And, and then just a little housekeeping, we are going to be switching to a basically once a month sort of podcast, which is going to focus around the statistics. But I did want to put out there that if anybody has any good topics that they want us to talk about, address, please reach out. We will certainly take it into consideration. And on to the topic of the day, which is Mr. Ashton Palmer. Hi, Ashton. How are you? Welcome, Ashton. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me on the, the famous podcast. Yeah, well, Ashton, why don't you just start by telling the audience just a little bit about who you are, where you're from, et cetera. And then we'll, we're just going to ask you a couple of questions. Originally, I'm from Pensacola, Florida. It's uh, more of a small town. Some people have heard of it. And if you have, it's probably because of our white beaches, but that's about all we had going for us. Other than that, I grew up a Florida State fan. So I went to Florida State for college. My sister went to Florida State. My uncle went to Florida State. We're a Florida State family. What was your degree in? I got a degree in political science. Had done a few internships in college because I thought maybe I wanted to go down that path, but then I saw certain sides of it that I didn't really want to be a part of anymore. And, and then right after college, I ended up moving to Washington, D.C. for a year. Originally wanted to come to New York, but people told me that, specifically the companies I was interviewing for, told me that I, I wouldn't be able to, to move here from Florida because they have a lot of people move here that end up quitting and leaving because they just can't handle the city. And so that was frustrating to hear because I mean, I, I knew that I was going to come to New York and that this was just going to be my spot. And I was, I knew it was going to be hard. That's kind of just how it is here. I feel like people who move here are expecting for it to be a little hard and challenging at first, but that's what makes New York, New York. I figured I just needed to take some baby steps to get here. So that's why I ended up going to DC. What did you do there? I uh, was working as an IT recruiter. I wanted to be in a job still where I was helping and making an impact on people, building relationships on a day-to-day -day basis, because that's what keeps the job fun and makes it seem more purposeful, I feel like. But I also wanted a job where uh, the harder I work, the more money I can make kind of situation at the same time. After a year in DC, I, I finally, I was able to speak with my boss at the current time to get him to let me transfer to our New York City office. So came up here, interviewed, got the job, moved here with like no money. I didn't even have a place to live at the time. I moved in with uh, friends I had from college. And at first I stayed on the couch <laughs> of his apartment for like the first month. And then it, it ended up working out great where he actually moved out. I took over his lease, but kind of all the pieces just kind of fell together, but that's what you kind of do. You got to like take risks and, and just hope that it works out and just play with the, the cards that you're dealt. Had you, had you visited New York before, New York city, before you moved there? Before I decided, I knew that I wanted to live here. I hadn't visited yet. I've just seen it in the movies. Like grew up in a small town. I wanted to get to a big city, make it like just kind of rewrite the story in a way. But then I had visited once in college. Well, actually twice. I came on like an advertising trip that I, I joined advertising club in school just because they were going on a trip to New York that semester. 
And so it was like a, it was a, it was an easy trip to come to New York with a group of people. Were, were you only a member of that club for that one semester? Yes. Right. <laughs> it was my, <laughs> it was my senior year of college. And I was like, I want to go to New York so bad. What, what groups are going? And I just happened to be taking an advertising class that year. And so they talked about this, the club going to New York. I was like, I'm going to that club meeting tonight and trying to figure out how I can go. <laughs> That's a great story. You know, when you were talking about sleeping on your friend's couch, I think all of us have stories of how we landed in New York City, particularly in Manhattan, you know, and how we secured our first home in New York City. And it's, they're all different. The first question that we have to ask you, what or who inspired you to want to sell residential real estate in New York City? I guess it's a few people and a few things, but... The first things that come to my mind are when I was younger, we could never really afford afford to own anything. So my mom, we would rent places every year and just do like one year leases at a time. So growing up, I was in a new house every single year. My mom also would get tired of the place we we're living in. So we just moved to a different spot. So I loved going from place to place, seeing new apartments, going on tours, seeing like what my new bedroom was going to be. How I was going to decorate it, this and that. So I think that is one of the first things that got me excited. And then also when I was younger, my uh, grandpa, he owns a contracting company down in uh, Pensacola and he builds houses for a living, this and that. And so I used to go with him all the time. We'd wake up early in the morning, go to his uh, job sites, and I would just kind of like run around with like a little tool belt on, not really knowing what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like following him around. And then like he built his own house. So I kind of helped him build that. And just like, I think growing around, growing up and realizing that like home and like the houses we were in were the places where like, like we made the most memories and like where, where family was really built. And so like over time, I think home just became super important to me. I think that just kind of built into me like the importance of real estate and the importance of helping people in that regard. And real estate is just kind of that job where you, you have that personal touch with everybody and you're making an impact on others. But at the same time, you're kind of controlling your career and your job at the same time without letting someone else dictate that for you. So what sort of parallels to from those careers, you know, down in DC and the IT sales and stuff? Uh, what sort of parallels do you draw between them? Building these customer relationships and like being client facing. When I was working as an IT recruiter, the mo the primary job was to reach out, like cold call people and try to build a relationship with them off of a cold God call. What's their jobs? And people hated that. Like I was calling them at their job, trying to get them to leave that job I was calling them. <laughs> the thing that I really had to learn at that job in order to do well at any level was I have to learn how to make a personal connection with these people from the very get-go. I really carried that over in the real estate and building professional relationships at the same time, which you're not taught that in college. You're not taught how to really go work in an office environment or how to build professional relationships. That kind of just comes with time. One of the things that really stood out to us when we met you was, was your passion around that building relationships and such, because that's at the end of the day, that's what John and I think is paramount in our business, creating strong relationships with everybody we deal with is, you know, is key. Ashton, for the audience's benefit, when you joined the Corcoran Group, you were working on your own during COVID. 
right before COVID hit. And then we met you through Fabio. You both entered the workforce at the same time, the residential real estate market. So my next question is, what are you most passionate about as a real estate agent? I mean, it honestly kind of just keeps going back to the relationships that we get to build with people because my biggest thing is like, yeah, we, you can win awards, you can make a lot of money, you can go off and do all these great things. But I feel like at the end of our lives, like when, when we're on our deathbed, what's going to really matter the most and be most important is the, the people we like impacted along the way. The best way to do that in real estate is, is you're, you're helping people with their most expensive asset most of the time like life-changing decisions and you're really kind of helping them build and start that either family or new home life that that they that everyone's kind of looking for and I feel like at the end of the day that's where our most precious memories are made so to kind of be a part of that process with people and build those relationships and a lot of times they end up being lifelong relationships that you build with people I mean I've been in it with it for a short time but I've already met a few people that I know I know I'll stay in contact with for years and years and years and so I think that's one thing that like I'm super passionate about when it comes to real estate. I mean, also helps that we're in New York City and we get to see some of the coolest apartments all the time. <laughs> that's a nice little perk. But um, at the end of the day, I just know that when it comes time and it's time for me to leave this earth, that what I'm going to be most proud of is the people that I impacted and the people that I helped along the way, because that's that's ultimately what you're going to be remembered for anyway. So what surprised you most? Now you've been in the business a year and a half. So you've been out there, you've worked with buyers, you've worked with renters, you've worked on some listings. Most surprising part. I'd say there's two things. And one would be like the personality types that you come across, especially in New York. You just, you never know. Like when you confirm an appointment, you never know who you're actually meeting <laughs> until you meet them. I think that's what's exciting about that job too, is kind of learning to adapt to everybody. Also, I'd say one of the like biggest things that surprised me is a lot of the behind the scenes work that no one ever sees. John and all, we were like cleaning, deep cleaning an apartment the other day, um, <laughs> standing on windowsills. John was basically in the bathtub, like on his knees cleaning. There's a lot of work in the office, like computer work. There's so much behind the scenes stuff that no one ever sees and no one ever really talks about either. And I feel like it's usually the things behind the scenes that no one sees, which is what usually gets you ahead to begin with. The, uh, the last question that we have for you is, What's your favorite part of working with Gazdaska Conley? We're going to put you on the spot. I love, look, the team is very, very supportive. Every single person on this team. I just like immediately felt like family and it hasn't changed at all since then. John and Jonathan, you guys are, you think differently, but you have share the exact same values and it's very hard to find people like that that are also in leadership positions that you can go to for advice and you're like mentors. I mean, I, I wake up every day and I'm excited because I know that I'm working for you guys and I have you guys to work with and everyone else on the team. It's just one of those things too, where like when you're working on a team like this and you're surrounded by people who care, some days are going to be tough. That's just part of the job. But when you have a team like this around you, it makes the bad, bad days a little bit better, but then like the good days, great. I'm just excited to see what the future holds and kind of to see what we can all do together. The feeling's mutual. Listen, a lot of people talk about uh, the teams that they build and they're a family and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it, it does 
make me feel really good that you felt that as well. And knowing you now as much, as much better than I knew you at that time, I also get the sense that if you didn't feel that, you wouldn't have joined the team. You have moved in and filled your spot with with grace, with ease, and you fit right in. And I'm also excited to see where you go to uh, from here. We just celebrated our 15-year anniversary last Wednesday. On Which September we both Friday. forgot. We I'm both sorry. forgot, <laughs> but it went like that. In our 15 years, I feel as though we have never been in as strong a position as Jonathan really, really accurately said about mindset, our brand, our goals, our being on the same page with values, and yet everybody bringing to the table different skill sets and their own uh, creative energy. I, I think that we're in the strongest possible position we've ever been in. And uh, that goes to people like yourself, Ashton, on the team. You know, you're the last but not the least to be on the podcast. We we're glad, so glad to have you part of it. But with that, everybody, thank you so much. This was an amazing podcast. You are very well-spoken. Love, we love having you on the team. And I love it that you're my first employee in Gazdaska Cleaning and Supply. And I'm going to promote you to, uh, you know, vice president tomorrow. Be healthy, safe, and buddy, what, do you, what else you got to say? Remain in gratitude. Ashton, you're wise beyond your years, uh, or at least very well rehearsed. This guy is a social media king. So uh, watch out. If you don't know Ashton Palmer, you've got to find him on social media. Thanks for the plug, John. At Ashton X Palmer. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you next next time. Thanks for watching or listening to the Real Talk NYC Real Estate Podcast. If you want to find us online or sign up to get our monthly and quarterly market stats, come on over to our website, gestaskaconlinteam.com. Or you can find us on all social media with the handle at Team. If this show was helpful, entertaining, or informative, consider telling friends and family or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss our next episode, and we'll see you next time.